Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Alice asks, is it possible to terraform Mars? Wow, Alice, this is a great question. Thank you so much for asking it. Let's explore what terraforming is and a little bit about Mars to answer this question. So first of all, to terraform something. Well, terra is another word for earth. It comes from the Latin word for earth. So in some of the Latin languages like Spanish, tierra is earth, right? And form is the shape of or to be like. So to terraform something would be to make it like Earth. So we talk about the possibility in the future of terraforming other planets. And most of the time, you'll hear this discussion about Mars. But sometimes we hear about maybe terraforming the Moon or Venus. Of all of these options, Mars would actually be the easiest one to terraform because Mars is already the most like Earth in many different ways. Now, sometimes you'll hear people say Venus is the most like Earth. Well, Venus is the most like Earth in that they are the same size and close to the same size. Venus is a little bit smaller and the same mass. Again, Venus is just a little bit smaller. So Venus is similar in size and mass to the Earth. But Mars is smaller than Earth. However, it's already a lot like Earth in so many different ways. First of all, Mars is made of the same stuff as Earth. The same elements that make Earth up make Mars up in pretty similar proportions. So the core of planet Mars is an iron core and it has a silicate or just rocky mantle and crust. It's got a lot of the same minerals that we have. And the same general ingredients in similar proportions up on the surface. Mars also is tilted over on its side just a little bit, just like Earth giving it seasons. And it has a little bit more of a tilt but it's almost the same tilt. It's about 25 degrees tilted over. So Mars has four seasons, just like Earth. And this is where Mars is very different from Venus and the moon, but very similar to Earth. Mars spins around. Its day length, which we call its soul, is only a little bit more than 24 hours. But the other planets that we've talked about, they're days last for weeks. So the day-night cycle is very different on Venus and the moon than it is on Mars and Earth. On Mars and Earth, it's almost the same length. So it would be easier for things that come from Earth that are used to a close to 24-hour cycle to be able to adapt to Mars. Now, Mars also has a lot of water but its water isn't in the right form for us to use. 
So those are some things that are similar about Mars. Let's talk about the things that are different that we would need to change to make it more like Earth. And well, the first thing is that it's pretty dry. It has water, but that water is locked up in ice caps at the North and the South Pole. There's big caps of ice. And we think that there's a lot of water underneath the surface that is frozen, or maybe there might even be some liquid water lakes underneath the surface, but it's down underneath the surface where we can't get to it. Mars is also really, really cold compared to Earth. So Mars is farther away from the sun than we are, although it's still our neighbors, it's still in the inner solar system where space is relatively warm compared to out in space where, say, Saturn or Neptune are. But Mars doesn't have very much air, doesn't have very much atmosphere. And the atmosphere of a planet is what acts like the clothing or the blanket that keeps it warm. So because Mars doesn't have a lot of air, then the sun hits the surface of the planet and it just bounces away and it doesn't really warm Mars up very much. So this means that it doesn't have liquid water. It's very, very cold, way, way too cold for us to walk around without some sort of heater spacesuit or something like that. And the thin air is actually the biggest problem. So Mars doesn't have as much air. And human bodies and the bodies of the other living things that we live around, like cats and dogs and trees and mushrooms and grass and all of those sorts of things, our bodies are used to. They evolved in the context, so they adapted to be under pressure. We're at the bottom of this big, big ocean of gas that is squeezing down on us. Now, we don't notice it most of the time because we're used to it. One time that you might have felt stronger pressure is when you swim in a swimming pool. So if you've ever done this, where you go to a swimming pool and you dive down underneath the water, maybe you go to the deep end, like if you're playing that game where you drop like the toy and then you swim down and get it. And when you get down to the bottom, your ears start to hurt a little bit. Well, if this has ever happened to you, the reason that happens is the pressure, it's the weight of the water up above because water's heavy, squeezing down on you. Now, fish and creatures that live down at the bottom of the ocean, their bodies are used to that pressure. They need that pressure. And so when they come up to the surface, they can get very sick. And so the same thing can happen with human bodies and bodies of other things used to being on the surface, where if we don't have enough pressure pushing in on us, we get kind of sick. And it can actually be deadly if we have the wrong pressure. So to terraform Mars, well, make it more like Earth, the most important thing that we could do is to thicken the atmosphere, to add more air to it. And we think long ago in Mars's past, it used to have a lot more air. It had a much thicker atmosphere. And atmospheres, this is pretty complex, but we think that atmospheres are mostly born from volcanoes. So the volcanoes on the terrestrial planets like Earth and Mars and Venus, they release material into the air, into the atmosphere, and that is held by gravity 
and it sticks around. Well, you think that Mars, being such a little planet, it cooled down inside. So its volcanoes have mostly shut down. There's not very much volcanism left on Mars that we see today. So it's not releasing gases into the atmosphere. And over long periods of time, planets lose their atmospheres. They lose their gas to space. And if it's not replaced by things like volcanoes or life like we do here on Earth, then it just gets thinner and thinner and thinner. So we've got to figure out a way to add atmosphere, to add air back to Mars's atmosphere faster than it's being lost. Now, if we did that, if we made the air thicker, this would solve the other two problems that we talked about. This would solve the problem about Mars being cold because when the sun would hit the surface of Mars, then it would be able to store some of that heat. It would be able to stay warm longer because it would be like Mars was wearing a blanket to keep all that heat in. And if it started to warm up, then the water that's already on Mars would be able to melt and be a liquid instead of a solid or underneath the ground. And so if all of those things happened, then Mars would already look a lot more like Earth. And then maybe we could bring living things from Earth if there aren't already living things on Mars, right? If we go to Mars and we find out that there are things living there already, then we would need to think very hard whether it would be okay for us to change Mars. If somebody else is already there, that wouldn't really be a very kind choice for us to make to go and change their home. But if nobody lives there, right, if we're saying that there's there's no life there and we want to make it so that life can live there, so we can take lots of things from Earth and they can start to live there, we could bring soil, we could bring things like lichen and bacteria, and we could start ecosystems on Mars that would be kind of like Earth. Maybe we'd start with sort of tundra-like ecosystems. Now, one of the questions that often comes up is, but what about Mars's magnetic field? So remember I said that Mars has lost its atmosphere over time? Well, one of the reasons we think Mars has lost its atmosphere as quickly as it has is that it doesn't have a big global magnetic field the way Earth does. Earth's magnetic field helps protect our atmosphere. Now, over time, we still do lose some of our atmosphere to space, but the magnetic field slows that down. And Mars, we think, used to have a magnetic field like this, but because the inside of the planet cooled down, that actually turned the field off. So for the same reason that the volcano shut down, we think the magnetic field shut down. So if we added air back into Mars's atmosphere without there being a magnetic field, over time, yes, Mars's atmosphere would be lost. But that isn't necessarily a problem. As long as we can add gases back into Mars's atmosphere faster than they're being lost, then we'll be just fine. It's not that one big solar storm comes and blows away the whole atmosphere. It's a long, slow process that takes place over millions of years. 
Now, millions of years is a lot of time for humans to try to fix things. So we've been talking about some pretty big ideas, right? We've said that terraforming is to make something more like Earth. We've said Mars is a really good candidate for that. And that mostly what we need to do is add more air, so add more gases into the atmosphere so that it would warm up and it wouldn't be so dry. And then we could start to move more living things there. So can we actually do this? Well, this is a task. This is a job bigger than any humans have ever done. It's a larger project than humans as entire species have ever undertaken. So we have a lot of good ideas about how it could be done, but we don't have all the technology to do it yet. And like we were talking about earlier, we have to decide whether it's something we should do or we shouldn't do. But if we decided to work towards it, it is it does seem to be something realistic that we could do. And doing that might also be a good idea because it would force us and it would help us to learn more about Earth. Because here's one of the really important things to know. When we want to go explore space and we want to find other places that humans might get to live someday, it's not because we don't care about Earth. We do care about Earth. We want to do our very, very best job taking care of Earth as we can, right? But learning about other places, learning about Mars and Venus and the Moon, those are the siblings to Earth. And so learning about them can help us know how to take care of Earth better. So if we're thinking about how to make Mars more like Earth, then we really, really need to understand how Earth works so that we can make Mars like it. So all of these sciences are all connected. You learn about one thing, and that can help you to learn about another thing and another thing and another thing. So I think terraforming is one of the coolest ideas it's something we can't do yet, but I hope it's something that we'll be able to do in the future because that would be just an amazing project to be involved with. Ellis, thanks for asking such a wonderful question. Thank you everyone for being here with us on the podcast, learning about space and science. If you have topics that you'd like us to cover, please have your grown-ups send them in to the email in the description. And as always, my friends, I hope you have dark skies and remember to stay curious.